Blessings. Big Hass. Am I saying it right? Am I, am I saying it right? Yeah. Big Hass. It's Hassan, aka Big Hass. Dude. AKA human being that believes in good, authentic vibes. Awesome, man. I'm really excited that you're uh, here. First of all, thanks for coming to my side of town. Oh, man. Bless. Well, my, my side of town, your side of town, actually, we live quite close to each other. But this is different for me. It's a Friday, and, uh, and we're outside. It's the second time I do a podcast outside. Nice. Uh, so anybody listening to this might hear some kind of background uh, noise or there's a, just so you know, there's a metro above us. There's some kids around us. and a little about, bit of wind. Focus about the Congo. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Uh, I'm really happy that you're, you took the time to do this. Of course, man. Shout out to you and, and also big up to Rami Zaydan who also made the uh, Absolutely. official And Rami, man. Yes, and Rami. Yes. You know, for me, it's... Uh, I like what you do, man, and I wish you all the best in what you do. And again, I'm honored to be part of this. You know, Thanks you've had lot, some really interesting guests on the, on the show. Thanks and, a lot. And I wish you to even, you know, inshallah, man. Thank you, thank you. I Keep really doing appreciate what you're it. doing, brother. And it's a matter. It's all about consistency, man. So well, you, I'm you, here. I was just telling you before the podcast. You're the uh, second hip hop, uh, uh, you know, guest uh, that <laughs> yeah. I have. And uh, first, we were talking to the recipe. Yeah. Uh, Shout out to the recipe. The man. recipe, yeah, yeah. What, what a, one of my favorite uh, hip hop outfits, I think, um, ever. Not not just uh, locally, yeah. but like internationally. I think the guys are amazing. They're very talented, and um, you know, I just hope for the best for them. And uh, I'm happy that you're oh. you're now talking about. I know you're very engrossed in the hip hop scene. Yeah, and uh, you're. To talk a little bit about the recipe, we'll get into whatever you want to talk about, obviously. But what's nice about the recipe is that they're also consistent. They've been at it for quite some time. Yeah. And believe me, it's not easy to start and then go through whatever you go through and then still continue. Yeah. So they stopped like for a period of four or five years and then they went back and they went hard and... For me, man, that's dedication. That's loving your craft, and you know. Have you heard? Have you checked out the new record? Of course, man. Like, yeah, man. What they like, you know, man. Believe me, uh, it's all about representation as well. And and again, what I love about them, whether you like their music or not, okay, whatever who's listening, it's a matter of consistency, respecting that. Yeah, brother, they have a they have a they have a record with Talib Kuali. Yeah, yeah. It's one of the legends of hip hop. He came here. They shot a video at Karama. What? <laughs> I mean, that is bridging cultures. With all due respect to all the rappers, but um, you know, rappers outside, they come here, they shoot the camels, the desert. They got him to Karama, yeah. which is like a you know <laughs> essence of Dubai inside. So Absolutely, yeah. That's kind of dope. So shout out to the recipe one more time. You know, Absolutely. yeah, I'll record. Yeah, that's good. <laughs> um, you know, the uh, I think the first song I well not the first song I've heard quite a, of a few of their stuff, but uh, when I heard Uma Thurman, Oof. I was and I, I remember my my barometer of uh, whether a hip hop song is good or not is my wife. So she'd be chilling, you know, like right in the room, and I'm yeah. like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna play Uma Thurman. Okay. Because I don't know, I don't know anything about hip hop, you know. But uh, so I just played Uma Thurman. I'm sitting there. I like the song a lot, you know. I think I, I, I have a good ear for music, mm. and uh, and I listen to Uma Thurman. And my wife listening on the side, and she's like, this is really good. This is uh, who, who is this? This is this is a really good track, you know. I was like, so, ah, these are my friends, man. I know these guys, you know. That's amazing. So yeah, I, I you know, uh, I really hope the best for them, and good I think they have a gig sure. coming up, and uh, yeah. 16th of Feb. Yeah. They're opening for Black Street, Drew Hill. Mo Flo is also for... Drew Hill, man. That's yeah. some classic... Wow. Old school, <laughs> man. I'm telling you. Some yeah. classic stuff. Uh, tell me about you, though. I mean, wow. I know you're... Uh, you're um, you're very passionate about hip hop, and yeah. I think that's one of the reasons why I wanted to talk to you. My man. Is uh, as your passion seeps through your videos, you know, and um, and when you talk to people, when you when you when you tweet, when you uh, when you put out your videos on Facebook on and on, on, on YouTube, it feels a lot of passion behind what you're doing, and, wow. and and you're you're very consistent to what you're doing. Thank you. Uh, tell me about how you got into that. How does a Saudi uh, guy who yeah. looks like he's from Europe, you know, got it into hip hop. Uh, wow! Thank you so much for <laughs> noticing that. By the way, this uh, I, I I feel very blessed when people notice that. Well, man, I've, there's there's no like um, uh, in 2007, I was just a regular kid listening to regular music. You know, this is the way Adi. You know, in Saudi Arabia. For people who don't know Saudi Arabia, it's a little bit of conservative, uh, very very conservative kind of you know area and. You know, I grew up not studying in an English school, actually. I started learning English at the age of six, 15. Interesting. Yeah. Wow. My dad, Allah yarhamu, may his soul rest in power, he, um, he walked in one day, and I was like, yeah, I was like, you know, 15, 16. And he was like, uh, son, you're just getting fatter and stupider. <laughs> huh? 
Really? That's what he said In Arabic <laughs> What? I had like an afro back then That's one of the metros Hey metro What's up? <laughs> you know? So I was like why? He's like son there's, You don't you don't have a language You don't have English Because in, in, I studied in a Saudi school Right And in Saudi school They don't teach English So right. he He actually moved us from Jeddah To Sharjah For a couple of years Back then And I studied in Shoifat International school Shoifat oh, Interesting okay Yeah and, uh, and, and this is where I Started learning my English I got to love music. I got to love basketball. I started tuning in at like at 4 or 5 a.m. in the morning um, on basketball games and started listening to my headphones. Like, hey, this guy passed this guy. You know, what a, what a great dog by this guy. I started getting that, so that kind of accent, and I fell in love with it. And that's how I, and music, bro, I was listening to music all day, and boom. Was it hip hop from the beginning? No, 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 no. It was never hip hop, man, for me. It was just music. But then in 2007, this thing started to happen I started to you know I've always been a Biggie fan right like always been a, you know I've always listened to him right but then the shift happened in 2007 when a friend of mine came in um, from Canada he had a mixtape you know uh, you know for people who want a mixtape like, it's like a collection of songs yeah for people came, who uh, grew up in the 90s yeah you know they you know, mixtape so he, <laughs> he had a mixtape and we were listening to it and then I went in the car I'm just listening shout out to Weedo I'm just listening and I'm like, uh, wow, these are songs I've never heard before. It's by like Iraqi, Syrian, Palestinian artists that are performing English. And I'm like, huh? Like, why don't we hear the songs on the radio? Yeah. And like everything in life, brother. Was Narsi one of them? Yes, definitely. Narsi was one of them, Loki was one of them, Shadia Mansoor, Omar Ofendim, all these artists. We're like, I'm listening to them, I'm like, they represent me Like I feel I'm listening to someone Who represents me More when I'm listening to radio Yeah So like everything in life brother And I'm sure it's the same With you and everybody else There's always a flame There's always something That spark your attention That make you Huh I want to do it mm. And that was it I was like Why don't we have these songs On the radio I want to do something about it Blah 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 I'm not a creative person man At the end of the day I'm just a very passionate person Like you said Da 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 I decided to start a blog Okay Inside Arabia I called the blog Revolt Right And revolt is that combination of two words revolution and voltage right I wanted to revolt against the mainstream I wanted to revolt against uh, you know like I wanted to say no we have great music other than what you play mm. your 10 songs on the radio and voltage is because one of my dreams is to have a radio station one day I love radio right so revolt came together and ever since man you know what people don't know um, is that I wasn't really focused on hip hop in the beginning it was all kind of music I okay. did pop electro everything underground though but then I got hit with something called the Arab hip-hop movement. Right. <laughs> you got sucked in. Oh, big time. I was just walking and the bus of Arab hip-hop came. I was like, these are the people that we should support. They're not singing about Habibi music all the time. They're not singing about cheating or, or, or missing my wife or always missing whatever. No, it's just... Or hub and, and, right. and love no. socio-economic. Yeah, they're sing, yes, kind they're of. talking about things that I'm... I'm not saying anything wrong with love, no. But not everything about... Yeah. Like, you know... Not everything about life is about love, you know. It's a no, social, I completely get that, yeah. political, community issues, and I was sucked into it. And I decided to keep the blog only specifically hip hop. I mean, it's interesting because, uh, I mean, we come from different worlds musically. Yeah, uh, I come from the rock and roll, yeah, shout out heavy that. metal world, and yeah. you come from the hip hop world. Yeah. But it's it's just when you talk about, you know, what happened to you and how you sort of went into this world, I just find a, like really close parallels between how we both got into it, you know? I think a lot of people in the Middle East back in the 90s, you know, probably learned English at a later age. Yeah. It, they weren't born with it, you know? It was something that they learned uh, when, whether they, I, I was in Amman in Jordan and obviously the main spoken language was Arabic, yes. but when I moved to the UAE, that sort of changed and because a lot of, this, it's a melting pot here, yes. right? So there's yeah. a lot of different nationalities. Done, right. So you have to, you kind of forced to start speaking English. And, um, but when, back in 97, I remember, you know, I tried to find my place, not just in, uh, in society, I was, I was like 13 years old, obviously, but I'm trying to, you know, at that age, at, at, at the teenage age, you're trying to find your identity as a sure. person, you know? Yeah. And, um, and I couldn't, I couldn't get into the mainstream stuff. I couldn't get into Backstreet Boys or any of this stuff. And, uh, and I remember seeing Metallica on TV in 97 Ooh. and I was like, whoa. This guy has a beard. You know, this guy's playing a big fat guitar, and yeah. he's not singing about love. You know, yeah, he's singing yeah, yeah. about something completely different. And I think that message. There's a lot of us here, like whether it's in the hip hop world or the metal rock world, we got drawn to a certain message. You yeah. know, a certain message that was very sort of 
talk to our social situation yeah. Yeah. and talked about our economic situation, and then, and that's something we related to and made us, you know, hip hoppers or yeah. or metalheads, and and that's yeah. sort of like this. It's an interesting parallel between it, both of us. It is, and I, I do see the vlog was called Revolt Music Liberation, hmm. and I do believe that music liberates, man. It's, right. it's it's one of those, uh, you know, I think music and sports, right, are better than any. Politics out there, and what I call it, politics. Right. It's is so powerful, man. It connects. It unites. It's oh man, you know. And, and and that's what it is. I really believe that it, it liberates and elevates the mind. Yeah. And especially, especially in the Arab world, we need we need that. And I do believe. I do believe, man. And I, I don't want to get too like I don't want to get too philosophical. But I do believe the lyrics of a song can truly elevate your mind educated about things of course at least that's what happened with me yeah when i listened to those people you know I absolutely like, yeah when, when i listened to low key bro he educated me about philistine mm. i didn't know much about philistine why because saudi arabia at that time until now even there's not much talk about philistine right you know and that's a big problem yeah you you get embedded in the system that you don't know and they feed you things that they want to know that's it Done. I mean, I guess it's it's um, you know. So that's it. So he was my news. Right. He was my source on the ground, mm. and I was like listening to wow, that's hip hop, bro. You right. Know, this is, right. But this is music, not only hip hop. This and, is it. And how do you compare that underground scene today mm. with what's happening on a mainstream level? So uh, yeah. you have, you know, I listen to hip hop. I mean, I'm not not again. Like I said, I'm not a big hip hopper, but uh, I mean, under this sweatshirt, I'm wearing a Van Halen T-shirt. So, so, and you're wearing a Tupac. So, I mean, oh, right. uh, <laughs> clash. At least I, I recognize them. But, um, <laughs> but you know, I, I I think that hip hop today, mainstream, is kind of crappy. Nice. All right. Why so I'm just why you use kinda though? Just I'm trying to be politically correct. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Yeah. I mean, listen, bro. I, I it's amazing that we're talking about this. Teach his own, right? I think there is. If you talk to me about four or five years ago, I'd have said the same thing. Yeah, man, it's crappy. Don't listen to it. I'd have said that. But not the underground. Don't get me wrong. I'm talking about these. No, no, uh, the main. The main. Yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, to each, like four or five years ago, I would have said maybe like some kind of thing similar to that. But now I'm learning to to somehow listen. It's, it's at the end of the day, it's hip hop. What people listen to is listen to. But like you said, for me, I have my preferences. I might be a bit old school, but I'm more. I'm more interested in the message, you know, and what the guy is talking about, yeah. or what the rapper is talking about in this case. For me, it's not about uh, like you know trap or not trap. For me, like for example, one of the examples is uh, so we got a guy called Freak over here. Mm. So Freak is a Somali uh, artist. He's based in Abu Dhabi or Dubai, yeah. And he does trap. He does Arabic trap, and people get shocked when I big him up. Yo, big hoss, like you're an old school guy. Why are you bigging up this guy? I'm like, dude. I w First of all, the guy is very good. Like he's a good heart. And second of all, he's kind of interesting. He talks about, you know, cool things. And I'm like, I'm drawn to it. Right. So why not? Again, see, this is why, and and me as Big Haas, again, I'm open to that. Like, this is something I'm educating myself to get into. Right. It's not something I'm perfectly in yet, you know. I do believe, brother, man, that, you know, message is very important. Absolutely. But that's where I come from. Like, you know, the, there's, the, there's hip-hop legends like KRS-One, A Tribe Called Quest, Public Enemy. These guys who shape me, you know, right. you know, when Public Enemy released, we fight the power. Whew, they're talking about fight the power and fight the power that may be. Fight like, you know, go against the current. Fight that system, you know, you know. So like, these are all messages that are, you know. Did you have like um, issues with hip hop being banned um, mm. back in the day, or is, that, is it, was it the same as rock? Because rock, there was like a lot of like. Yeah. Band rock music yeah. to come to. I got the, issues with any kind of self-expression being banned, man. Like you know, we are here to express ourselves. And I have an, I have something else, bro. Like, there's an old Bedouin saying uh, that actually, I'm not sure if you're familiar with El Cid. Metro. Metro. <laughs> um, you're familiar with El Cid? El Cid. So he's a calligraphy artist, okay. Tunisian French calligraphy artist. Uh, he's based out here. Incredible guy. Check him out. It's E L S E E D. And he came to Jeddah one time, and he's a friend of mine, and he wrote an old Bedouin. So he's a calligraphy artist, like I said, so he writes on big murals. He wrote in Arabic, which means a human being with no somehow impact or trace has no life. Right. That's very powerful if you think about it. That's very true, yeah. And, and believe me, you, what you're doing, what everybody's doing, what the recipe's doing, whatever. We are put on this earth, brother. To make an impact, it doesn't matter if this impact is small, tiny, or huge. Yeah, 
we're put on this earth to make an impact. It's so funny you say that. Yeah. So, and mean, if you have if you have the mic and the power to make a change, then why not do a positive change? You yeah. know? Like why not infect our youth with something ah, positive? Yeah. And that's where I come from. Like if you're always talking about you know bad stuff, negative stuff, whether it, it's you know, you know, the drugs, the alcohol and all that that kind of lifestyle, kinda of cool that we, we exist, that exists. But if you're always talking about that, yeah. Yeah, it becomes a bit repetitive, but but it's, it's funny. I want to take take us take us back to that quote. Uh, I was just thinking about that before we actually met. Yeah, right upstairs. I was just thinking about, you know, it is. It's 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 funny because we have such a short span. Yeah, on this earth. Oh, if you think about it, big time. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. And and you sometimes you think about it, you get stuck in a current. Yeah, you know, you're doing the same thing. You 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 wake up, go to work. You could do the grind, you know. And yeah. even sometimes you might love what you do, and that's yeah, yeah. great. Um, but then you start thinking, like, what is this purpose. all mean? Yeah, what's my purpose? Exactly. What does I that mean to I'm me? I'm sure like, all your listeners also have gone through that, and this is something normal. It's it's and it's amazing that I think sometimes we have to find these things that, you know, we just go at it and do it and see where it takes us, yeah. you know. And one example is doing this podcast right here. Is I, I felt. You know, one thing I feel I could do and to leave some kind of mark is um, bringing meaningful conversations out in the open, you know, and... Uh, that's a purpose. And that's, I feel that's something I've, I could do, and it's, if it's genuine, then it could I've go and travel far. Man, you never even know who's listening, and if it can impact one soul, you Absolutely, man. So that one soul, bro. You know I remember <laughs> in the past couple of weeks, I got a message from someone, and um, and they said, yo, like, what you're doing with this podcast is, is, is inspiring, and nice. it's inspiring me to start something. This guy lives in the U.S., and uh, and I was like, that's, that's awesome, man. That's, bro, that's to me, that's why, great, you know? This is why we do what we do. Yeah. That's why rappers, people like Recipe or whatever, do what they do, believe me. When they get that kind of message, it fuels them to keep going. And I respect what you're doing as well. You know? man, I respect that a, you, you took your passion, yeah. and you're still following it, and it's it's been since 2007 you're saying and it's yeah. like 11 years oh, man. Uh, where you're just going at it and it, I mean, and again and, and I wish you all the best as well in terms of what you're doing but it also evolves so in 2007 I started a podcast but then I wasn't satisfied with that I was right. like listen I want more I want more people tuning in I want you know so I fought my battle in 2007 to 2011 we only had one radio stations in Saudi one right they didn't play music they had the normal you know cheesy news that's it yeah 2011, three radio stations opened up, more youth-oriented. Uh, and I was like, wow, that's a great opportunity. Before that, I tried going to, check this out, Lebanon, Jordan, UAE, Qatar, Bahrain, pitching in my idea for a radio station, right. for a radio show. Mm. And the show was called Les Hip Hop. Why hip hop? Like why? I swear to God, B, every time I go to a radio, uh, you know, a guy, it's, they're different people, they don't know each other, but they're somehow similar. And the way they dress, it's like a suit, you know, <laughs> open a little bit from here. And then the guy, you know, 90% of the time, you know, just saying, uh, yeah, you're not a DJ? Like, we wanted to DJ Little Wayne, Little Wayne. Right? <laughs> I'm like, it's Little Wayne, but yeah, okay. And 50 Cent and Jay-Z, I'm like, sir, I'm not a DJ. I'm a radio host. I want to get people. I was shut down. Back then, you know, maybe it's different now, but I was really shut down. I was like, you know, broken hearted a bit. Came back to Saudi Arabia. By that time, two, three stations opened up. I applied to one of them. I was very consistent, man. And that's why I say, I was at the door of the manager every day for like, for about like three or four months. Every day, every day. I go there and I sit down. And the guy was from Egypt. Shout out to my Egyptian brothers and sisters. And he's like, ah, FIA. I'm like, uh, sir, I really want to do the show. <laughs> I sit down, nothing. And then just one time, I gave him a demo of what the show would look like. And he listened to it and he's like, Man, you're too persistent. Okay, I'm going to give you a show on Thursday. Da -da -da, one hour is like, yes! Awesome, man. Saudi's first hip-hop radio show was born 2011. I'm like, wow. Saudi hip-hop playing music. Like, you listen to the radio station, right? They're playing rotation, rotation music, blah, blah. My show, one hour on a Thursday, comes in and plays music that never gets aired on any radio in the world. Yeah. And I'm like, ah. You know, and that's, that's amazing. Yeah, man. Alhamdulillah. You know, and since then... So I've do you find now that you have uh, new... Uh, so you don't really need radio anymore, right? So you don't yeah. need... What you need right now is True. to build yourself on these platforms that already exist, like True. Facebook yeah. and, Instagram, uh, and Instagram, Instagram and YouTube. SoundCloud, yeah. And SoundCloud. So 
that's kind of liberating, right? I mean, that's kind of liberating where you just don't have to go sit for four months sure. uh, in sure. front of a guy's. There's no authority that tells you you cannot do this. You and know, it's you amazing just, you say that. That's the, the first time someone taps into that. It's true, hundred percent. But that that again shows you the kind of mentality that you know I had back then. That's uh, true. I, went, I didn't have that mentality where I can maybe, you know, do something on my own. I wanted to, because I did. I had the blog, but it didn't really reach people, you know. Yeah. I didn't know maybe how to reach people. You know, back then it was really d- different than now. But then, you know, I thought the radio was really, like, I love I love the headset, the, you know, the mixer, the interacting live. But now you can do interacting live with anything. So it's kind of different. But, yeah, again, you know, like I said, it's to each his own and to whatever medium you decide to use. More power to you. We got a lot of mediums. Just make sure that you, you know, do something positive with that. What, what about? So I see your YouTube. You're you're putting some yeah. effort behind your YouTube yeah, yeah, channel. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. Was that liberating for you? For you to oh, jump man. out of that? And, it's amazing we're talking to that because, again, that was all personal effort. So, I love video. So when you are interviewing a guest, yeah, I'd like to have a video. Absolutely. And the yeah. station didn't agree to give me a budget, so I decided to pay for my own budget to to the video, and which is. And every time I get a guest, I would do that. You know, I'll get a you know a guy who do the video, and I like 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 you. I like meaningful conversation. Usually, what people do with our local artists or regional artists is they, they get them for five ten minutes. Ah, uh, what does tell, tell us about your music? Ah, uh, ha 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 ha. Yeah. Period. No, I like to sit down, and get to know you. you yeah, know? yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's why like 40, 45 minutes, which is the Arab world was not used to that back yeah. then. You know, yeah. with artists on the radio and stuff like that. So it was. Uh, yeah, you know, I'm, it, the YouTube for me is very, very, very important. I, I moved out here for my son, who is my hero, mm. uh, a couple of years ago. Uh, my son was diagnosed with autism, mm. so he's. You were uh, telling me before the podcast. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah, he's like my hero, and uh, Saudi Arabia doesn't have that much awareness of us, you know, about autism. So a couple of years ago, I had to just move here, okay. and now I'm doing the show, but broadcasting from here. Mm. So I'm recording the show, sending it over to there, and and man, on this occasion, I really, I think it's the first time I say it. The show has been going on since 2011, mm. and now we are 2018. It's like seven, eight years. The show still goes on. It's a weekly show, and that's, I'm so proud that the fact, you know, a lot of shows have been removed from, from Mix FM or the station, but this show still stays. Yeah. There is something going on for the people that are listening. Once a week, bro. I go on once a week, and two hours, it's still there. That's amazing. Eight years, and I'm so proud eight of years. this. And I say it on, on your platform. Sometimes, Perseverance, man. Sometimes you got to give a tap for you. Yeah, absolutely. So sometimes, because people wouldn't, you just say, good job, Haas. Yeah, let's go. You know? Absolutely, Eight man. years and counting, man. That's like a... And, and, and we just entered the eighth year now, which is an amazing blessing, man. You know, so... That's awesome, I man. can't wait to get to the 10th. Yalla, let's go. That's yeah. amazing, man. And you said you moved out here for your son. And, yes. Um, yes. How does, like... I don't know. I've never actually met someone who um, who ha- who dealt, yeah. yeah, who's autistic or dealt or has a son or daughter uh, that's, that's autistic, and and I re- hear a lot about it, especially yeah. when we live in the UAE, yes, because yeah. uh, there's a lot of autism centers here, and um, and there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of awareness and focus B- on it. Big you know? up to and, the UAE, man. For yeah. saying that. because like I said, Saudi Arabia, sadly, there is no awareness whatsoever. Let is it developing you, though in that area? Tell, let me tell you a story that I haven't shared before, and one of the reasons why I moved here. So I was with my son in Saudi Arabia, and we're just playing, man, you know? And like, again, we discovered my, my son is autistic when he was three, three and a half. Mm. He's now seven. So we were just playing, and um, and then, you know, my son, like autistic, there's no two autistic kids that are the same, man. Gotcha. So it's a spectrum, right? Mm. Like Bill Gates is autistic. Really? Yeah. Okay. So it's a matter of just, say, a huge spectrum. And people are on this spectrum. Some people are mild, some people are heavy, some people speak, some people don't speak. SubhanAllah, there's no two kids that are autistic that are similar. That's super interesting. I had no crazy. idea. crazy. Okay? So my son, for example, he's very hyper. He likes washing machines. He likes uh, repeating things, you know. Uh, with autistic kids, usually there's a problem with eye contact, right? Uh-huh. So uh, we work on that now. But anyway, so I was there and he's three and he's repeating things and doing things a bit different than other kids. And you know, like you said, I don't look Arab. And, and, and the society, like when I was there, like one of the community would say, they were talking to their kids and this guy is, uh, they use the R word in Arabic. Mm. They use like, mm-hmm. the which I don't like that word. Right, yeah. That's a word that should be shut down. Right, yeah. So man, that was furious. I was let go. I was, first of all, autism is not a disease. Autism is not a, you know, it's not that. Like we have our brothers and sisters from the Down syndrome, right? But that's Down syndrome. Like so, That's and, different, yeah. And believe me when I tell you, that's another topic. 
that we're the one missing a chromosome, a chromosome, not them. Right. We're the one with the problem. Look what we're doing to our earth, man. Look at the wars that were happening. So they're all about hugs, kisses, love. They're always loving. And, and that, that brings me so much anger, man, sometimes how we view this kind of, uh, these kind of people in our community, you know? So anyway, go back to Ahmed, who's my son. That's fueled me, man. I was like, I'm in the wrong uh, environment for him. He needs to let out. We came here, he sees Metro, I can go out with my wife, we can do this, we can do that. More open, more awareness. Like if the people, there are still weird people looking at us weirdly, but there's more awareness. Like for example, just yesterday, so my son decided to run in the mall. Mm. I'm just running with him. So you get people, looks, I know, ah, what is this guy doing? And you right. get looks of admiration, like this guy's playing with, with his son. Yeah. So, he decided to run. Like, he's not doing anything back. I'm going to run the whole mall. I'm like, okay, run. It's <laughs> good. You know? Yeah, let's get some exercise. <laughs> Listen, if you're not doing anything bad to hurt the community or whatever the, around you, I'm cool with that. Yeah. And subhanAllah, subhanAllah, this is the last thing I would say about this, is God doesn't give you something you cannot handle, man. Absolutely. I have a blog called Revolt in Saudi Arabia. Mm. I go, went against the stream, and now I have an autistic son. God knew who to give this to. My wife is resilient. She's amazing. So... I think it's about also knowing that God doesn't give you something you cannot handle. Yeah. So whoever is going out there with going through a lot of trouble, God loves you because he he will not give you that if you're not can't handle it. Absolutely, you know? man. So that's, that's why that's I'm awesome. Yeah. That's, and I love that you say that uh, yeah. he's your hero. Oh you know? man, that's, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's it's very inspiring Bro, to hear. He's seven years old, but he told me patience. I am not patient at all. But with autistic kids, you gotta be patient. For example, you say, "Hey, Ahmed, give me this bag." It will take time for him to process, to give. You can't say, hey, give me, like, what's wrong with you? Ahmed, you, you got to say, give me the bag and wait a little bit. Yeah. That's, that's, that's He told so me that. I was like, yeah, he moved. That's he so told interesting me that. to me, man. Yeah. You know, so definitely. And you said there's a spectrum, right? Yes, so, and you, you were actually mentioning that Bill Gates is. Yeah, uh, yeah Bill Gates is this thing. If you're familiar with The Roots. Okay. You know The Roots, the band? Yeah, 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 of course. So, you know the drummer, Questlove? Yeah. yeah. He just announced on his book. I didn't know that. That he's autistic. That he okay. Wow. So he wrote a book, and he's like again, he's on the spectrum, and he's one of the legends. So how does someone work on that? You know, you were saying you're working on it. So mm. how does someone work on that? Like that's something I don't. Wow, that's a huge like that's a huge thing. But to cut it short, it's all about therapy, man, and, and getting to know what the what your kid needs, and it's all about letting go. So and it's expensive, man. Therapy is very expensive. Really? This is, yeah, very expensive because you know it's all these uh, therapists that sit down with you and. You know, teach you how to. Like I said, there's some kids that are non-verbal, so you gotta talk. My son now is a little bit ver verbal, mm -hmm. and he's starting to talk. But this is all because of me and my wife. Right. Like we're working so much with him. Uh, Supportive he, for his. Yeah. yeah. With me, man. Listen, it's not rocket science. It's about just showing love, bro. Like yeah. showing true love. And I say this with uh, sometimes a little bit sad. I have friends in Saudi who have autistic kids, and they tell me, for example, their brothers are autistic, and when their parents found out they're autistic, they just kept them home. Really? Yeah. He just kept him home, and now the kid's like 40 years old. He's mungalik. He's closed because he never went out, never did that, never did this. And it's it amazing, feels, though. It's amazing yeah. that, you know, it, it's it's amazing because when you say people like, you know, The Roots, yeah. uh, Bill Gates, yeah. it's such an inspiring thing to know, you know? Yeah. It's 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 when, you're, when your children have that, and then you see that, you know, you see people like Bill Gates or like... Uh, yeah. You know, uh, the drummer of the roots yeah. quest. I just feel that it's, it's it's such an amazing thing to see because you know that that path could lead to there. You, do you know what I mean? And Look, I'll say something also very important. Not every autistic kid, also there's a love perception. Not every autistic kid out there is genius. Yeah. They're, 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 at the end of the day, they're a human being. Yeah, of course. So it's just a matter of what they're like, what they're good at, or what. Subhanallah, God takes something and then gives you something. With my son, he's very, for example, attentive to details. Mm. We were in the mall one time, so he likes washing machines. And, you know, he opens the washing machines, sees what's the brand. So he, one time he said a brand, and the, the owner of the shop is like, what is that? Like, what's, what's the brand? He's like, he kept saying, I'm like, I don't know what the brand is. So it's one, one, it was one of the brands, and apparently what he was saying is the manufacturer of that brand. Wow. <laughs> we had to look in the catalog. I'm like, how'd you know that? He watches YouTube videos, right? About the washing machine soda. 
What? That's so interesting, That's man. That's detail, right? <laughs> so attention to detail. Bro, I tell you, he's way smarter than me. Now, I tell you that. Wow. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's details. And he's very hyper, very... That's why when I'm working sometimes, I cannot get him with me because I MC a lot. And I can't get him with me because I have to take care of him. Physically, he's very, very challenging. Uh, like, he runs all the time, so you have to keep your eye on him. But yeah, man, like, he's... Uh, He's a blessing, man. Shout out to Ahmed. Always like he's... Uh, How old is he? He's just turned seven now. Just turned seven. And he's, uh, like I said, he's a little bit verbal. Not too much, but he's starting to get there. And, but it's amazing. Uh, Why washing machines? Like, what's... Yeah. Do you know? Or is that we, just something that... We, we are still trying to figure that out. And it's, I'll go on my Insta story sometimes. Uh, I document that. And, and some people find it really interesting. I guess like, that's so cool. Why wash? I'm like... I think it's something to do with the rotation. That's we so still, interesting. We want to know what it is, like the rotation thing. And he's like, ooh. And he opens the door, goes inside, and closes it. And you know what the interesting part is? So I go back and I watch him do it. And I see how other people are doing it. Like, other people start talking. Like, these form circles. What is this guy doing? And they start, like, whispering. What is this guy doing? What? And I watch from back. And they go, like, bewildered they go crazy bro like the, because he's really like let's say there's 12 washing machines he'd open each one of them very fast what it, why yeah that is we, that is yeah. fascinating yeah, that is fascinating that is i mean some people might find that very weird who was ever watching no but for me he's like my son and i'm like as long as you're not breaking it <laughs> fine just knock yourself out yeah. <laughs> knock yourself out those we don't know yet, but yeah that is, that's, well you never know what's going to happen in uh, you know 10 years 20 years maybe he's going to be like the maybe he'll be, uh, Elon Musk of washing machines you know, you know? He will, yeah, that's kind of funny <laughs> that's maybe, amazing man yeah. so how do you how do you see like so when you have your handful with a family now right I mean true uh, just having kids Yeah, you know, and having a family and having a wife, but you still stuck to your passion and you're still Oof. going behind yeah. it, and you haven't you haven't stopped, right? You keep going. Yeah. You still have your and your YouTube channel. So I saw like just reached eleven thousand yeah, uh, yeah, subscribers yeah. the other yeah, day, yeah. which is good. It's pretty amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. it's hard to grow YouTube, man. So so big up and hats <laughs> off to you for oh, doing man. that. Yeah. So how do you find the? I don't want to say maybe because you're probably doing it full time, but how do you? You're still doing your passion, you're still going behind it, and you yeah. still have a and you have a family. So, like, yeah. how do you balance that stuff out? That's a very dope question. Um, truthfully, man, to answer that very honestly and openly, I think it's embedded in me now. Like, if you cut Come me part out, of your DNA, huh? Yeah, you cut me off, you'll see my son, my wife, basketball, music, and hip hop. Like, it's there. So amazing. When that comes in, it just comes in. You know, like I record at 2 a.m., 3 a.m. On a, on a Thursday night or Friday morning and send it through. So this is the only time I have for recording. Um, it never feels like a job, never feels like... You know, yeah, yeah. And and I've been told that before, but sometimes I go the extra mile and I put myself in the back to give artists that... I always go on radio and say, I've been saying it, like, I'm a rock, step on me and get to the next level. Hmm. And people tell me, no, no, you're not a rock, like Hajra. Like, no, no, no. I'm like... I'm like, a step on me and get on the and, and, and next one and the next one. So I, it's embedded in me, man. There's no other, like, you know, you make, you see all these amazing, you know, people like that are very, very inspiring, whether it's Will Smith, right? Him joining Instagram was amazing, man. If you're not following Will Smith, yeah, yeah. do that. I've seen some of his stuff. Yeah, he keeps talking about like all this stuff failing forward and all that inspiring stuff. I haven't really experienced that yet, but if you are passionate about what you do wallahi you'll find time man and again I work somehow two jobs because I have my work with Angami which is amazing and at the same time after that I go out with my son mm. I cannot uh, so it's continuous I finish work 7, 8 take my son out come back at 10, 30, 11 my son sleeps I start my third job which is like whether it's you know an interview whether it's uh, whether it's uh, scouting talent yeah. I love I love looking at talent man it's uh, that's awesome yeah it's like my passion to discover new talent and people who are not you know and give them props and give them big up and alhamdulillah I've reached a level where you know I've reached a level where especially with Arabic hip hop that you know like you know the name Big Haas has resonated with so many I was able to put so many on the map and And forget all that. Forget all that. I think the artists see the, my passion too. Absolutely. And I mean, I it seeps through, man. You can see it. And that's why I'm so thankful for them as well, you know, because I'm thankful for everybody who sees that because that's that's who I am, you know? Like that's, when you see that, 
that means we've connected. Tell me about your Anrami. Uh, mm. what, what do you do with Anrami? So I'm a, you know, a rising talent acquisition slash hip hop editor. Mm. Uh, my job at Anrami is very important, man. Because for, for people who don't know Anrami, it's uh, like the Spotify for the Arab world. Yeah, and it's the like the streaming service uh, in the MENA region, the biggest. When I say that, I say that that's also see how the involvement happens. Yeah, a blog, online radio. <laughs> Uh, you know, FM radio, YouTube, and now streaming. Because yeah. wow, so like there's a path. You're the embodiment of technology and how yeah. it evolved. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> seriously. And now people listen to streaming. Yeah. One of the best things about Anrami is that, for example, you can when you're listening to your phone, and it's something that YouTube doesn't have. You can lock your phone, and still the song will go on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. With YouTube, you have to if you lock it, it will stop. So that's one of the simple things. And people, a lot of people, but my job at Anrami is more important than, than anything. Why? Because. I'm able to bring a lot of local and rising talent to that platform. Mm. Let's call Anrami is like a big platform. It's like you know the beast, and I'm able to bring all these young guys. Come there, go there. You can make money from Anrami. Mm. When you're streaming, you make money. Obviously, these guys don't have that much following, like the big guys, yeah. But that's what my job is to put them there, get content there, and uh, yeah, man, you know, and that's what 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 I do. And my job is to do content to sign people, to get them on that platform, to tell them that this platform exists. People, some people don't know. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know, yeah. And, and some people have been really, there's some really success stories, but that being said, truthfully, there's still a lot of work more to be done on that platform as a Rami to, uh, to also embody what I want to do mm. and, and reflect. There's still a long way to go, but... We're getting there, you know. It's just a matter of just absolutely, keep man. Yeah. yeah, I mean, a uh, relatively new platform. Yeah, relatively. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just fe- I just got on Rami. Nice. Uh, a few months ago. Nice. Uh, it's, I mean, the the scog- the, uh, the library. Is, yeah, yeah. Is great. It's like it's over. A, it's a huge know. library. Yeah. It's uh, it's. I had Apple Music as well. Uh, but it's good because Anrami completes it. Yeah. Know, sometimes I don't find stuff on Apple Music, yeah, yeah. so I just no. uh, resort to Anrami. No, and man, his own again. Like you listen to whatever, idea. And I always tell artists this, by the way, not because I work in Anrami or whatever. It's because you, your song should be on everywhere. Right. Spotify, course, Anrami, yeah. SoundCloud, YouTube, everywhere, bro. Like, you know, because every platform has different fans. We need to get Anrami to host podcasts, man. Yeah. Get on that, man. Just oh, tell man. them that. <laughs> We've been talking Anrami, about man. Come on, guys. Let's go. <laughs> but um, no, it's good. I, I, and I and I. Uh, One second. I think. Sorry. I think with Anrami also, there's a new thing. Uh, I do think that there's a possibility of you putting the the the, the, the podcast on Anrami. Mm. Just check it out. What I know for sure is that we created something called uh, spoken word. Okay. So if you're a spoken word artist now, now you can put your your poetry on Anrami. Okay. It well, is their I, part of the genre. No poetry from my end, but you know, uh, you never know. <laughs> but maybe the podcast yeah. at some point I can put yeah. out there. Um, it's just amazing. I just love what they're doing. That's I, that's this fantastic what they're doing. But and it's very cool that you've actually uh, went from all yeah. these platforms and you're still putting that stuff out there. Yes. I've seen you at Wasla as well. Ooh. And uh, how was Wasla? You liked it? Well, I I wasn't. Uh, I'll be. I, I've seen you actually there. I, I haven't been there myself. Okay. I was uh, I was working that weekend. Um, but uh, I, I really wanted to watch. Um, Karaoke. Ooh, uh, karaoke. I, I love them. They got the most fans. Yeah. Mashallah. They're Shout amazing, out to their man. fans, man. Yeah. They're from the people. I understand that they went there, they were in the Midan, uh, you know, you know, singing their song at that time. And oof, a lot of people showed up for them. And you know, when, when when the people start reciting your songs? Right. Yeah. That's how you know you made it. Fuck yeah. Like, man, that's, you know, yeah. boom. Like, wow. It's that, uh, them and there's uh, Hayajan, Wardi. I think his, his music yeah, is fantastic. Mine, man. They're legends, I think. They're, they're legends in the making. Amazing Hayajan stuff. Hayajan rocked it. The, the set was amazing. Yeah. Their new album is going to be fire. Brother, you just mentioned two of the biggest bands. We got like also 47 Soul, who are who are actually coming to Abu Dhabi okay. uh, later this month. They do they create a genre called Sham Step. Okay. So it's a mix between the Shami folklore wedding music, uh-huh. the Dabke, uh-huh. and dubstep. Wow, merged together. I've never heard that. Actually. Europeans love it. Yeah, check them out. 47 Soul, very very Dabke, but with with an electronic twist. Amazing. And it's Arabic. Oh, wow. The guys are from Palestine slash Jordan. Okay. So, and they've been touring the UK for the past three, four years. That is amazing. Okay. Oh, wow. I, I've never heard of them. That's yeah, amazing. 47 Soul. But you, so you, you have a, so you've done that MCing with Wasla. Yes. And how's that experience for oh, you? Oh, man. Doing? I love MCing. Okay. If I can do MCing 24 hours a day, I would. 
but people will be sick of me. But yeah, <laughs> I love MCing. The me, the fact that you connect with the crowd. And brother, again, MCing the MC part. What I do is about just making sure that the whole segment goes through as as planned and connecting with the crowd. I'll tell you something. Also, I haven't been told. I've been telling you a lot of things that I haven't told people. Yeah, I love um, that, man. We, you gotta. Yeah, that's kind of cool. I told you, make <laughs> person comfortable, which is kind of cool. Uh, so I was MCing Wasla, and you know, you can't talk much about. You can't give a speech when you're introducing an artist. It's like two, three minutes of what the artist does. So there's one. Uh, I, I don't forgot who I was talking about, but I introduced them, and then after that, I went to the crowd, and this one lady grabbed me. She's like. Because I was just walking out, and you said something that pulled me back in. I'm like, oh my god, that is powerful. You imagine someone was walking out, and and I said something that I forgot what it is right now. Damn. But she came. Back <laughs> we in. wanted to know that. I'm like, bam, that's powerful. So that's that's some kind of an MC job as well. Like she was just walking out, and then all of a sudden she heard something that might be interesting, and boom, came back, watched it, and you know. So again. It's important to know how you're like to know you're the band that you're. I love introducing band. It's part of me as well. Yeah, yeah. Do you do you have any? Um, what inspires you to to keep? You know, um, I. I mean, do you read? That's a very interesting question. Do you have any? You know, oh, man, I something I'm, that pulls pulls you and pushes you to keep doing what you're doing. Uh, so, for example, for this, me, yeah. I listen to a lot of podcasts. I. Um, I read a lot. Nice. Um, I salute you for that. Not not a lot of books, <laughs> but I read a lot of articles. I read a lot of papers. And I read a lot. Of, it's just I like to en- enrich my mind. Wow. And then when I re- enrich my mind, I find that uh, you have better conversations with people. You know, and you seek these kind of conversations, right? And whether whatever background you're from, I would love to have a conversation with you. No offense taken by whatever you were gonna say to me, you know, because right. I would love to enrich my mind by which that. Is, so, wake up, and which is the right way to thinking. Where to how answer you? your question, no man, I don't, I don't read at all. That's a problem. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, but it might not be reading; it might be something else. So, yeah, is, you know, like had, even in maybe Islam, watching YouTube videos in Islam, bro. The first word is iqra. Yeah, that's the first word that you know God gave us, and we in the Arab world we don't like we don't read. That's a problem. We need to read. And I, I say this openly on your podcast. I when I talk about reading, yes, I do read some article, but I read. I need to get a book and, and sit down and focus and read. But that's part of me being patient. I'm not patient. I will always need to be moving. But that's. Not, I mean, that's not you know? not necessarily. So I need to also push myself into doing that. And like you said, something very important. You need to be educated about other things so that when you find yourself in a discussion, you need to know a little bit more about it. Yeah. For me, I come from the background that I believe that passion is a talent. Right. Not everybody has that mm. you know, talent. I do believe that passion. Some people don't think that, but I'm trying to fight. No, that passion is a talent. So I am talented by being passionate. That's that. That's the debate. That's my true, like let's say, gift or whatever it is. Like passion. You well, know, I think I, you know, looking at uh, reading, you don't have to read a book. I think you know, mm. uh, and that might sound a little bit weird mm. to say that, but. I think there are audiobooks now. Yeah, and, true, true. And I, I run, so that's a thing that I do. I, I like running and nice. the spark right and you here. Can, you can listen. And I listen to yeah. books yeah. as I as I run, you know, and um, I listen to podcasts po- too. Yeah, and, 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 the, and podcasts. I listen to a lot of podcasts nice. when I run. Yeah. And I think podcasts really, like, shape my mind in a different way. Oh, man. Like, I, I feel like I was going in a certain uh, trajectory in life until I discovered podcasting. <laughs> and it sort of, like, took me to another trajectory, you know? Wow. And it's cool I love to, when that happens. And, it's, it, it, and it happened not that even in my 20s, too. you know? It happened. I happened to me in the, in my. In, I'm 33 now, so it happened to me a few few years ago. So, so after 30, 31, you discover something new, and yeah. it gets exciting. You know, it gets it like, is, whoa, what is this? This is yeah. something new that I've never actually knew existed. Dope. And I'm jumping on it right now, and it's, it feels good. You know, and keep and, doing it, brother. And, and that same goes for um, uh, audiobooks. You know, and uh, I think. I'm interested in, in quite a few topics. I'm interested in, in space. I'm interested in, in foreign policy. I'm wow. interested in uh, in music. I'm interested in uh, in rock or you know the whole part of music. I'm interested in philosophy. I'm interested, I'm interested in a lot of things, which is one of the reasons why I did this podcast because I can get somebody like you, and tomorrow yeah. I can get somebody. Or yesterday or last week I had somebody talk about feminism. So yeah. it's completely different Shout topics. Out to you guys, you know what I mean? Like, week, yeah. uh, but uh, what I'm trying to say is that. You could find it anywhere, you know. You could find that True. 
that's that's inspiration anywhere. It doesn't have to be reading. Because oh, reading is not for everyone, right? Yeah. Like, so I, I can't. Sometimes I can't go through a book if I'm not that interested in the in the topic. You know. Uh, and sometimes I am interested in the topic, and I'm like, I can't, I can't do this. Like, I'm I too think, distracted. You know? I think what you said is absolutely right. I said, give me a book about hip hop, I'd read it. I so, think so yeah. too, yeah. But I can't read maybe other books. I need to get myself into. Yeah, it. yeah. Like my wife reads like novels and stuff like that. I can't read novels. I can't. I cannot yeah. read novels. I so cannot. This book like that. I, I, <laughs> and I know that this this didn't happen. Yeah. You know, like <laughs> I'm like halfway through the book. This did not happen. This is yeah. not real. You know, so. Shout out to everybody that reads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Not novels though. Yeah. No, I'm just joking. Um, there's another thing you said uh, that I wanted to hit on um, about reading and. Uh, Sometimes I go on tangents and I just it's forget good, my man. point, you know. Yeah. Um, but uh, but yeah. Isn't that a cool looking mic, guys? It's a cool looking yeah. mic, man. I think we we yeah, hit a yeah. We're we're at uh, we're forty five minutes. We have a bit of time. I'd like nice. to ask you something else. Yes. Um, passion is a talent, is what you said. You think so? Well, that's what you said. Yeah. And I want to ask you something. Yeah. Do you think that talent can be uh, learned? Can it be a skill? Oof. Do you know what I mean? Like. Do you think, I've heard this on the podcast. I yeah. can't remember which podcast I heard it on. Could be Joe Rogan. I don't know. Um, that you could actually learn something so much to a point where it becomes talent. You know? Um, I, do you know what I mean? When you said it that way, okay. So, like I said, I love I love basketball. Michael Jordan was uh, rejected by his uh, first, you know, coach. It was like, no, you you suck. Michael Jordan, the greatest player ever to pick up an orange ball. <laughs> yeah. You know? So, I do believe in what you're saying, uh, that um, I think with practice, you become talented at this. But I don't know if it's going to be controversial or not, but I do believe that it has to be somehow born in you that you are good at this somehow. Yeah. That God gives you something or you have something that is in like you. Like a gift. Like somehow, even if it's small, but then you have to... It's like a muscle thing, right? Like you got to, you know... Um, but man, thinking about it now, a lot of people I know, I'm one of them. Okay, I'm not talented at anything, bro. I tell you that openly. <laughs> I swear, you should see my first blog post. You're talented at talking. Wait, that's that's good. At. That's a talent. I can talk all day, you know. <laughs> but my first blog post, if you see it, design-wise, wallahi, two-year-old can do better. <laughs> wallahi, I'm telling you. But what? It's just a blog. I started and like boom. Salas. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Meshi. So. I do believe that it, it's a matter of consistency as well. It's like what you're doing right now. You know, uh, what's the number of the podcast right now? Well, how much do you reach? I don't know, 22, 23? Perfect. So like imagine that. you reach like 400. It would be very poetic if it's 23. See? Because Michael Jordan, you right. know, basketball. Ooh, you never know. Let's hope. I'll, I'll count and I'll let you know. <laughs> so you know what I mean? Yeah. So consistency. I, not to drift away from the topic, but I do believe when you're, when you're so consistent and you're doing it, you become talented at this. But still, you got people who are freak of natures. Yeah, like true. Michael Jordan, bro. Yeah, yeah. Like Bill Gates. Like, yeah. <laughs> All these people, they they work hard. Yeah. But there's something in them as well that made them, you know. I do believe, however, that if you are becoming so persistent and so consistent in what you do, you become talented at doing this. And yeah. that's, uh, so that's why, that's why uh, Michael Jordan said it. Like he said something like 70% of the game of basketball is mental, 30% physical. And like that's kind of. That's kind of freaky because, like, it's all about also mental. You're, you, you gotta, you gotta be strong up here, man. If yeah. you're strong here and you're not, you're not taken down easily. You're not. Uh, um, one thing I tell all the artists is that I know some artists that when they face one criticism, like one one bad word, they would quit. Mm. They would leave art. I'm like, why? You'd face that. So that means you're not believing in it. I mean, it's, it's very true, and, and it's, it is all about consistency and keep going yeah, at it and I, keep building what like, you try to build. What if, what if you yourself, you got a bad comment, you'd stop podcasting? No, I got bad comments, I got people saying they don't want to get on the podcast, I got, so I got a lot of those. And it's just, you, yeah, you get discouraged sometimes. Wait, but, wait, uh, go back. You said people didn't want to get on the podcast. Yeah, it's weird. That reminded me of an event <laughs> I did in Jeddah. So in Jeddah, I hosted an event, and like I said, Jeddah, there is not like a lot of... Uh, you know, open places to do it. But it's but changing now, though, it right? Is, it is, but it's I Big did, time, I think. Big time, yeah. But I'm trying to do things like underground. So one time I did it in a cafeteria because that's what I can do. And an artist rejected to get down. It's like, hi, me, I perform in a cafeteria. Yeah. Brother, like four or five months later, I performed for a thousand people and a lot of people came. But he missed the opportunity. Right. What I'm trying to say is that these kind of people that tell you, for example, sadly, no, and respect to them, whatever, but 
you know it, for me it's never about the kind of numbers that you get the kind for me it's the kind of person you are and most importantly the kind of conversation you are yeah these things for me for me personally as big has I love doing it because it educates me more about myself. I don't get to talk a lot about myself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So yeah. when I have someone who give me their time to do it, I got to thank you. You know? Thanks, man. I yeah, mean, of course. It's, uh, that's very so you nice of you to doing, say, man. man. Yeah. Um, it's just, I think people just look at it, for example, they might say that, oh, well, you don't have many followers, you know, so I'm not sure if I'm going to do this thing with you. But it's fine. I mean, I don't have many of these. I mean, at the same time, I think a lot of people also like to have a meaningful conversation, yeah. you know, and... Uh, and you got a lot of support too, man. Like, you're so, so focused on that. I, I, I hope I hope it keeps going that way, man. It's, uh, it's as long as we're... Look, for me, I, I also get to know you, right? So now I feel like I can just pick up my phone, message you at any time, time or yeah. whatever. Yeah. And somebody tells me, do you know Bigas? Yeah, I know Bigas. We had yeah, yeah. an hour-long conversation. Yeah. True, it was true. really cool. We talked yeah. about hip-hop. We talked about his son. We talked about uh, talent. We talked about passion. And this, you know, these kind of conversations, you can't have every day. No. You know, like you can't have with anyone every day, you yeah, know. Yeah. And it's, you, I, it requires a certain... Because you're also a fellow podcaster, like someone who's really cool and doing that thing, man, is, you know... I, Shout out to the people who also keep watching, man, right? Yeah, absolutely. Because that's how you get. Absolutely. 45 minutes of your time is, is kind of... Like, yeah, 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 yeah. So for Yo, someone to watch, that's yeah. like kind of also I mean, big up to them. And in, in, uh, in countries like the US, Canada, the West, basically, yeah. they have, they're very like versed in podcasting. Yes, and, uh, yes. and, you know, people will actually listen for like an hour, two, three, yeah, yeah. you know, and they would I know go they through... they drive it. with the podcast. Yeah, they drive with it. They, I mean, run with it. They yeah. do dishes with it, whatever, you know, like... Uh, True. I know sometimes when my wife tells me like, oh, I cooked today. It's your turn to do the dishes. I'm like, well, right, time to put on Joe Rogan and uh, start doing the dishes. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah. Well, I, look, I, I, I'd like to thank you. I know we're closing in on an hour, but um, it's, it's really cool that you've done this with me, and I, I really appreciate it. Oh, know, I really appreciate your time. I really appreciate that you came out from your house on a Friday, oh, and you did this with me. And, um, and absolutely, man. Lala, blessings to you, man. Thank you for, so much for having me. And Anything so, coming up that you want to... Uh, I just want to say, man, uh, I am so happy that I crossed the eighth year anniversary for my Les Hop show. That's really big. Amazing, man. A lot Amazing. of... A lot, yeah. I'm working on something really huge on Rami. That's the first time I say it. It's going to be really huge. Hip-hop world is not ready for it. <laughs> it's going to be really big. I'm Amazing, you. man. Hopefully, end of March, you know, it will be out. It's something really big. I'm so proud of I'm so hyped about it. Um, I keep emceeing, you know, I keep doing my thing. But what's most importantly is my mission in life now is my son. Amazing. That's like my hero. Uh, he's, the, he's the person that I wake up for every morning and I try to push myself because, again, God gave me that responsibility. He's seven. I need to show him what I can do because we're put on this earth for a limited time. And sometimes, man, to close this... I get sometimes worried. What if something happens to me? What happens to him? And you know, like it's it's a very very um, scary thing actually. But uh, I trust God and I have faith in Him. And you know, it's just a matter of just pushing Him. And He's my hero, man. I love you, Ahmed. And uh, thank you so much for having me. Shout out to your listeners, uh, Thanks, man. guys. Check out this guy, man, and support him. Seriously, <laughs> thank you, man. Thank seriously, you, man. it's his only twenty second or twenty third <laughs> podcast. But a message to you guys. It's in your hands to push someone up. I've always said it and I always will say it. The power is in the hands of the people, always. So it's not about the numbers of followers. And the matter. It's about you guys making this guy a, a hero <laughs> or, or pushing if you like the content. And, and regardless of that, I think anybody, anybody who decides to do this, we should support. It's the same thing when the artist supported me. Like when I had a yeah. blog, I reached out to Narsi and all these people in 2007. Who am I? I had one follower, bro. Yeah. Narsi was like, wow, amazing. Like, he's humble. Like, <laughs> yeah. That's a, you know, if he shut me down, I wouldn't, uh, you know, I'm feeling down. Absolutely. I yeah. had one follower, bro. Like, I didn't even have Instagram. There was no Instagram back then. So, <laughs> yeah. It was MySpace, if you remember. Yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah of course. Yeah. 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 So Same blessing, generation, brother. Yeah, yeah. Blessings <laughs> to you, man. You know, I'm at Big Underscore Hus, and uh, I always say one love, one world, one humanity. And we are human first before we become Arab, Muslim, Christian, whatever it is, we are human. Do not forget that. I know it sounds very cliche and cheesy, but we are human. You go back to that humanity, you go back to that essence, and you know, blessings, man, always. Love it, man. Love it. Love always. it, man. Love it, man. Thank you so much. Thank you so much for your time, brother. Done. Woo! Done. We are done. <laughs> we are done, sir. Oh, man.